Breakups and divorce can be extremely painful, lonely, and confusing. But I believe your breakup can be your biggest breakthrough. I'm Lindsay Ellison, author, coach, speaker, and single mom of two awesome young men. Welcome to a podcast about finding joy and inner peace after a breakup. You may not be able to see what's on the other side yet, but I promise if you do the healing work, your life will transform in ways you never thought possible. Welcome to Unbreakable You. I have come to think of Mother's Day to be like Valentine's Day. It has so much hype and hope coupled with all the social media posts that we see of happy people or happy couples or happy families doing their thing. And to me, Mother's Day has always been a huge setup for disappointment and hurt. However, after yesterday's turmoil, which I'll explain in a second, I invited myself to look at the disappointment and hurt, this time with a curious lens, and peel back the layers as to why I got so derailed. And what I found was rather insightful on a few levels, which is like what I want to share with you today. I really wanted to talk about Mother's Day and what happened to me yesterday as I record this the day after Mother's Day. So I have a 19-year-old son away at college and a 17-year-old son living at home with me. I woke up yesterday morning at my usual time and mind you, the weather was absolutely horrible here. So that did not help my mood at all. It was rainy and cold and just not a pretty spring day. So for some reason, I had hoped that I would walk into the kitchen to a card or flowers waiting for me on the counter and maybe just possibly a clean kitchen. And I can hear you guys laughing at that absurd thought right now. But no, of course not. Instead, I woke up to a sink full of dirty dishes and pans because the night before, I made lasagna for my son, of course. So no dishes, nothing. There was no card, no flowers, and no coffee brewing for me, no warm muffins waiting for me that he got up early to go to the bakery. This are all the things that I was thinking that he might do. So nothing. And then I thought, well, he's a teenager and he's sleeping in and the night before, or the day before he had his SAT. So he's probably, he's probably tired. He's probably resting. And he probably has something in store for me later this afternoon. So I wait and finally at 1 p.m. I get a text from him, a text He's upstairs in my house. I got a text from him that said, happy Mother's Day to the best mom in the world. I waited and then I waited for him to come downstairs. And then finally, I'd say an hour and a half later, he came downstairs and said, get this, mom, what's for breakfast? It's around two o'clock in the afternoon. And I looked at him and I said, you're kidding, right? I was actually going to ask you the same thing. You know, it's Mother's Day, you know, like kids make breakfast for their moms or they do something. And, and he made up a lot of excuses and he said, well, I had my SATs 
And, you know, I never know what you want to eat. And I've made you things before. By the way, he hasn't. Uh, but I've made you things before and you never like it. And you're always the cook, blah, blah, blah. And I said, wait a second. You mean to tell me you didn't even get me a card? You No chocolates, not even a Yankee candle. And by the way, I don't like Yankee candles, but that's always the, that's at least the default thing kids give their moms, right? And he said, no, I really didn't have time which both of us knew was total bullshit. He has a car, a job, and a money to pay, and money to pay for something. So, I mean, I was really, really hurt. Like, tears were welling up, and I felt so rejected. I felt used and deeply wounded. Really, really, really sad. And then my college son called me, told me he just woke up, talked about his midterms, about his life, nothing about me. And I, I think the call lasted two minutes because I, at this point, was so sad and I didn't want to cry to him on the phone. So meanwhile, my amazing boyfriend had just walked in the door with two cards and an amazing bouquet of flowers. And I could hardly appreciate it because my own two children didn't have one thing for me. And so I was embarrassed that I was taking it so hard and yeah, I went into my bedroom and cried. And I mean, I really, really cried. I couldn't believe how hard I was taking this. But then my coaching mind kicked in as it usually does. And if you have heard other episodes, you've heard me say this phrase on the show. If the tears come fast, it's from the past. Meaning if we are crying or we are so upset about something that isn't within moderation, right? The way we're crying isn't within moderation. That is a, usually a telltale sign that the issue is way more than what is currently going on. It's something from our past. So I thought about it and I wrote some things down to make sense of it all and I realized that this event was triggering me within so many layers and I started to peel back the layers one by one. So the first one is, is that I realized that, or, you know, I kind of knew it, but it was just, again, I, I hadn't fully come to understand it until I started writing this down. So the first one is, is that I didn't have a mother ever to celebrate Mother's Day. And yes, I had a stepmother starting at 10 years old, and my father always made sure we included her in on that day, um, but deep down, it wasn't the same, and I never really had a mother, true mother, to truly celebrate this day, even growing up. You know, I, I still don't have that mom to take her out uh, for Mother's Day brunch, so I've always felt left out as a kid, as a grown-up, and this day it started to kind of make sense that it, it's really more of a day of loss for me rather than a celebration. And I never talked about it with my father because he didn't know how to, and I probably didn't know how to either. And so not only did I feel a day of loss, but then my loss was somehow negated and dismissed by having to celebrate a woman that he married and was not my mother. So then now I realize that there's loss and resentment going on here. And then it occurred to me that my children's father, 
never fostered celebrating their mother on this day. Because, well, one, he's a complete narcissist and thinks days like this are frivolous and unnecessary. Despite me telling my kids over and over that this day is kind of important. So my mind spun off all kinds of thoughts that my kids are going to be like their dad. And I felt more loss that they were raised in a broken home. And I never got that happy family that I always wanted, even when I was a little kid. So that was layer two. Layer three, I began thinking of all the things that I do for my kids. Quickly made a long list in my head and things that I've done for them more recently where I'm dropping things in my day to take care of them. I always get last minute requests from them despite me telling them that I need more time. But you know what? I'm always there for them. And you know what? They couldn't do the same in return. So I felt used, unseen, unheard. And now I'm painting myself as a victim and a child rather than a mother who leads and who teaches, okay? So at this point, my son has seen how upset I was and promised to make it up to me and even asked if he could take me out to dinner. But now it felt like the entire effort was obligatory and really being done out of guilt, which then made me feel worse. So I told him it's too little too late and he should just go home to his dad's uh, which was Sunday, which is the usual day of transition anyway. And of course, after he left, I felt guilt for making him feel guilty. And I started to question if I was so hard on him. Now he left and then my boyfriend did the best he could to listen and make me feel better. And I was really still down in the dumps and my tears were, my tears were welling and my eyes were swollen. And he offered to take me to a nice restaurant and he just said, let's just try to enjoy the day. And I reluctantly agreed because, you know, I was so down in the dumps. Well, on our way to the restaurant, I got a group text from some of my girlfriends who are, uh, most of them are moms. And the first text was, I quote, fuck Mother's Day. Who wants to meet at Davis's, which is our local pub? It's kind of where we all meet for our girls nights. Then another person wrote back and said, worst Mother's Day ever. And then I chimed in and I said, I didn't even get a card or a candle. So what's funny is my boyfriend and I were going to go to this nice restaurant. We diverted, went to this divey bar place instead. And so within 10 minutes, we all agreed to meet. And there we were, me, my boyfriend, and four other moms who also got the shaft on Mother's Day. And when we shared our stories, we admitted to crying and being really wounded. And I shared my process for going a few layers deeper to uncover some of those less obvious issues. And they all really appreciated the exercise. And like any of the triggers that we have, they all are invitations to look within and not blame the other person so that we get stuck being the victim as if something's being done to us. So there's that lesson I wanted to share with you. But I also share this with you to really just keep things real. That's what I like to do on this show is to try to keep things real and to challenge the stereotypes and the illusions that our society sets forth on us. Because, you know, if our lives aren't matching the paradigm, we could feel isolated, alone, 
like a failure and feel pain that isn't moderate to the issue at hand. And I think that's a really slippery slope. So I think all of these holidays, I know almost every holiday, Christmas, New Year's, right? Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, and maybe dads feel this way too. I don't know. So yes, my kids screwed up. And yes, my feelings were hurt. And yes, I expressed how I felt without making it an argument. But upon my return from my impromptu girls night, I came home and found flowers from both my boys. I guess somehow he dialed 1-800-Flowers. God knows what he paid to get flowers delivered in within two hours of this whole thing happening. But there was flowers and a card as well as a brand new package of Oreos, which are my favorite and my kids know I love Oreos. But because now I had gotten back into reality and no longer in my wounded trauma response, because that is exactly what was going on. I talk about reality versus illusions. And if there's one thing that you can take away from this podcast and all of the shows is that's one of the biggest things that I talk about. Our reality, what's actually going on versus the illusion that's coming from our wounded child that we project out into our world and we see the illusion as real. Okay, so now that I had gotten back into reality and I was no longer in my wounded trauma response, I was able to now speak from my functional adult place and I texted the boys this. And so I am reading you my text. This is what I said to them. I said, thank you for the flowers and the card. After thinking about it, I realized this day has a lot of setup pain around it. I never had a mother. I always wished for a mom I could do nice things for during Mother's Day. Yet I was forced to do these things for grandma, which is my stepmom is grandma to them. I was forced to do things, these things for grandma when I didn't want to. It would be like your dad forcing you to do things for your stepmom when she's not your real mom. That's how it always felt for me. So here I am, your actual mom, and I never had a mom, but I always wished for one. And I can't understand how one day a year you can't honor the one person in your life because so many people like me don't have moms. So anyway, thank you. I guess this whole thing is bittersweet. At the end of the day, guys, when you are married or with, when you have a significant other, you can't mess this up. Not Mother's Day or her birthday or Christmas or your anniversary. Show up. Be thoughtful outside of yourselves. If you do that, you will succeed. So that was my text to them. And it's funny, even when my kids hurt me, I'm still mothering them to make sure that they make good choices. And you know what? That's what mothers do. That's what this holiday is really about, even if our own kids don't even see it. And so maybe it shouldn't be about whether the kids see it or not. Maybe it should be about that women and mothers come together and see what we do and acknowledge each other the way I was able to do that with my girlfriends and we support each other. 
Maybe we should huddle together and support each other more, especially on Mother's Day. So to all you mothers out there, I see you. I honor you. We collectively honor you. We collectively honor each other. And you're doing an amazing job. So thanks for listening. And if you like this episode, please leave a rating and a review as I do read your comments and I always, always appreciate them. So have a great week and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. If you haven't already, make sure you sign up for your free subscription to Blessings of a Breakup, where you will receive daily spiritual guidance on getting out of your pain and back to who you really are. Go to my website at lindsayellison.com.